Writers Radio Theater is somewhat proud to present the worst hitter in the history of the CBL, the Coyote Baseball League. His lifetime batting average? Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! Sounds like mating season out there. Riders Radio Theater is on the air! It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Getting ready for the cowboy show. Good lady, good lady, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're on a ride and rope. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, to Slim the Man of Many Hats, Woody Paul the King of the Cowboy Fiddlers, and Ranger Doug the Idol of American Youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. But the red and buckaroo There's a place around the fire for you With riders in the sky So come on and let's ride And now with a 2,744th performance of their career Here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. The beautiful the Emory Theater here in Cincinnati is filled to overflowing with appreciative fans of Western music. So let me take a moment to introduce this fabulous group of musicians playing the bass over here and singing the melody in our trio stands to Slim. Glad to be here, too. I remain Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, guitarist and yodeler. And to my right, that's your left as you look into your radio this evening, Woody Paul, king of the cowboy fiddlers. Our orchestra is under the direction of Joey the Cowpolka King, who, breaking an incredible tradition here at Riders Radio Theater of letting Joey sulk in the corner with a merry and inscrutable smile on his face, we are going to bring him forward and have him sing a Western song, Texas Sand. Texas sand Shipped in Texas sand Sandy land Down by the Rio Grande I went to the river To water my horse I couldn't find that river So I rode across Across that shifting, drifting Texas sand Texas sand, shipped in Texas sand, sandy land, out by the Rio Grande, sand in my coffee, sand in my tea, and when I die, they're gonna bury me, beneath that shipped in, drifting Texas sand.
Texas sand, shipped in Texas sand, sandy land, down by the Rio Grande. I got sand in my coffee, sand in my tea, and when I die, they're gonna bury me beneath that shifting, drifting Texas sand. Neighbors, how much pitch could a pitch man pitch if a pitch man could pitch pitch? Here's the timely answer from our fine sponsor. Friends, most people would like to be more like our own Joey, the Cowpolka King. They'd like to stand quietly off to the side at their office, grin inscrutably, and every now and then deliver a madcap crescendo or zany polka lick on an accordion. How on God's green earth can I afford an accordion, you ask? Well, listen up, Larry. Hold on, Helen. Announcing the Honda Accord, Eon. Yes, the Honda Accord, Eon. Produced right here on Main Street, USA, with less than 50% Japanese know-how by folks like you. Look at the sleek lines. The powerful pleats. The button board with its cockpit styling. About economy, the Honda Accord. Ian gives you more notes with less air, meaning less actual squeezing for you. The patented polkalytic converter virtually eliminates pollution. Every other Honda Accord, Ian comes with an exclusive 90,000 note warranty, which will last the average player three quarters of an hour. Yes, from a simple or simple minded polka to a dazzling concerto, the box for you is the Honda Accord, Ian. For the Honda Accord, Ian dealer nearest you, pick up the phone and call 1 900 Discord. That's 1-900-DISCORD. An operator with idle hands is standing by. Remember, it's not the accordion player. It's the Honda Accord, Ian. See the morning sun with an accordion. You can have a happy song to sing. There is only one Honda Accord, Ian. Now everyone can be a polka king. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, KBSU in Boise, Idaho. Howdy, and now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of the Cliffhanger Waltz, part 10. Welcome back, and now it's time for the popular feature, Sagebrush Sports. Here's the idol of American youth, Ranger Doug. Thank you, Texas Big Bender, the voice that sold a million chicks over border, border radio. Yes, Sagebrush Sports. Part of our show where we interview a sports superstar to find out what they are really like. Tonight we welcome to our microphones a premier NFL quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals who has just traded to the New York Jets. This is his farewell to Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen, Boomer Esiason. Thank you very much, Ranger Doug. Boomer. 
Boomer, it's just a great honor to have you on this show. And I think I speak for a lot of fans around here when I say a great big Western thanks, partner, for a lot of great Bengals memories. Well, I'll tell you what, Doug, we had some great years around here. I, you know, the memories of Cincinnati are going to be very special for me. But, you know, I'm really looking forward to the challenge of heading back home to New York. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Boomer. And thank you very much, Ranger Doug. You know, Boomer, <laughs> if I might interject something here, I was wondering what kind of act you're taking to New York. Slim? Act? What, are you kidding me? I'm a football player. Boomer, 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 it's <laughs> the Big Apple. You gotta have an act. Remember Broadway Joe? You could be, get this, Broadway Boomer. Broadway Boomer, boy, yeah. that has such a ring to it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, but where can I get an act from? Well, this is your lucky day, Boomer. I can help you. See, I'm a professional entertainer. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> now cut that out. <laughs> Seriously, Boomer, I'll help you put together an act. First, see, it's easy. You just walk out on stage, kind of take command. And that's all there is to it, right? Well, New Yorkers like a little more with their show. They like a little soft shoe. Maestro? All right, I can do a little soft shoe, but that's about all there is to it, right? No, New Yorkers like a little juggling with their soft shoe. Maybe you start juggling some footballs. Okay, I can dance and I can juggle. Now, is that all there is to it? No, New Yorkers like a little intellectual content. Maybe you quote from your favorite modern French philosopher. So I dance, I juggle, I quote philosophy. That's got to be all there is to it. No, no, you, you need a big finish. Smoke bombs, fireworks, I'll think of something. You know, uh, I'm really just a football player. I know, I know. That's why we try this act out on the road. We go to Norwood. We, we get you on a... <laughs> take you to a USO tour of Navy bases, and, and you can break it in. What do you say, Broadway boomer? Now, if I say great, can I leave now? That's the way it works around here, boomer. <laughs> All right, great. That's all I'm saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a big Cincinnati send-off for the great Broadway, Boomer Esiason. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with the Saddle Pals, we'll be right back. Here's a little of the number 10 song on the National Big Band Polka Countdown, Dream Polka.
Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to the Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 10 of the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, under a rock slide in a deep, dark cave halfway up the eastern side of Meatloaf Mountain, Riders in the Sky and Miss Marm found the remains of the legendary prospector, Whispering Bill, and they believe the rock slide covers the entrance to the fabled lost suburb of gold. On their way to get a D-10 caterpillar, the Riders learn that the Archfiend Slocum has returned to Tumbleweed Valley with a document he purports to be an early Spanish land grant, giving him ownership of the entire valley. The courts have given the citizens 30 days to prove it a fake. Boys, we'll have to split up here. Side meet, you and I will ride into town and see what this Spanish land grant business is all about. Woody, Slim, go get that Caterpillar D-10. Okay, okay Ranger, Ranger Doug. We'll meet up this afternoon back at the Robert Johnson Crossroads. Now, let's ride. Get up now. Get up. And now, episode 10, entitled, Boomer Esiason, A Farewell to Arm. As faithless listeners won't recall, in an earlier episode, as part of the new administration's defense streamlining, Fort Wiley, the last cavalry outpost in America, was transferred to the Navy. And despite the fact that it's a thousand miles from any ocean, it's now called Port Wiley. The only thing that keeps this from being even more ludicrous is that the former fort was built beside a small body of water called Bottomless Lake, as opposed to Topless Lake, which of course is high in the mountains. Still, the situation can be a trifle hard on the nerves, particularly for a veteran dolt like the port's commandant, Navy Admiral, formerly U.S. Captain A. Weldon Rumpfrost, a man who is suffering a severe attack of the keen mutiny psychosis. See, something's very wrong here. I, I do not believe that two officers, a, an incomplete seaman, and an accordion player could have consumed a gallon of strawberries in one night. I kid you not. I intend to prove it to you. Anna, who's there? Good morning, sir. What is it, O2? First class seaman, first class buzz, O2, request to give the admiral some great news, sir. Say, O2, that's terrific. You found the strawberries. Uh, no, sir, much more important than that. How dare you disagree with me. There's nothing more important than these strawberries, O2. Oh, yes, there is, sir. The USO is coming. There are no such things, O2. It's a crock, a bunch of cheap tabloid sensational trash, O2. Not UFO, sir. USO. Stop correcting me, you insubordinate little twit. Sir, yes, sir. What now? What about this UFO? Well, it's coming today at 1600 hours today, sir. Yeah, that would be uh, 5 o'clock then. No, sir. 4 o'clock. That's sir. the last straw. Place yourself under arrest. Aye, aye, sir. I hereby convene a, a summary court martial. I find you guilty and order you to be shot. Ah, sir, this is the modern Navy. They don't shoot people in the modern Navy. You're right. For once, you little twerp, uh, your sentence has changed. That's a relief. You'll walk the plank instead, ah, see? Shiver me timbers. While Seaman O2 wrestles with the vagaries of the modern Navy, in Tumbleweed City, two very familiar denizens of the dark side have just finished a late breakfast at Salmonella's Cafe. Great day, Charlie. Ah, yeah, boss. I just think less than 30 days now, this town, everything in this valley will be ours. Yeah, things are really looking up for us. Yeah, today's the first day of the rest of our lives, and never mind anybody else. Right. <laughs> hey, boss. Yeah? Look who's heading to work across the street there. <laughs> well, if it isn't the soon-to-be-unemployed high sheriff drywall. 
Hey, Charlie, what do you say we have a little fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, drywall, had any luck proving my land grant is a phony yet? <laughs> Not yet, Slocum, but I will. Uh, yeah, and I'm the king of Spain. <laughs> You are not the king of Spain. Uh, how do you know he's not? Well, because he's, he's not, that's why. I can't hang around here. I gotta get back to my officer. I am too the king of Spain. No, you are not. I am too. You ain't done it. I am too. You ain't done it, I said. I am too. You ain't the king of Spain. The confrontation with Slocum has done something more than raise the high sheriff's blood pressure. It started a tiny, little bitty, niggly neuron to pulse and twitch in the deep recesses of his brain. What's making my head act like this? Slowly, ever so slowly, the impulse begins to gain. Oh. Right now I'm getting a headache. Until oh. finally, 45 grueling minutes later, oh. Drywall is sitting at his desk and the unbelievable occurs. Oh. Oh, I got an idea! I got an idea! Hot diggity dang and Slocum gave it to me! I know who can tell me if that land grant's real or not. Let me see now. I got his number here somewhere. See, here it is. Boy, it sure was smart of me to write to the government printing office in Pueblo, Colorado, 81009, and get this phone directory of foreign heads of state. I got it. I'm gonna call the King of Spain. <laughs> Well, I've never been to Spain, but I'd kind of like the phone there. Come on. Have I reached the king of Spain, sir? Yes. I got a question on my brain, sir. What should I do, sir? I'm asking you, sir. What is the matter? It is a questionable land print, and I'm wondering if it's phony. Slocum claims that it's the real thing, but I think that it's baloney. <laughs> Is it the real thing? Is it baloney? I'll get back to you. Oh, dang, the king of Spain's gonna check it out and call me back. Joy to the world. All the boys and girls. Joy to my favorite Spanish royalty. Regretfully, or maybe not, we must leave this bizarre three-dog night retrospective. It is early afternoon at the nation's most remote and unnecessary Navy base. Pennants are fluttering against an azure sky. The sun is brightly shining, and from the forward parapet, a solid 2 by 12 plank juts out over the unplumbed depths of Bottomless Lake. Standing on the plank, his hands bound behind him, is Seaman First Class Buzz O2. Accordion player, sound Popeye the Sailor Man. All right, O2, get going. Walk the plank. But, sir. Vincent Viper, give him a nudge with the tip of your saber there. Ow! Oh, sir, how can you do this? Easy. Uh, Mr. Viper, give him another one there. Say, can I give the accordion player one, two? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Good idea. Get them both out there. Crazy man. Here goes. Ow! Ow! Yeah, Ow. keep it up. <laughs> Inch by painful inch, the tip of Vincent Viper's saber forces Seaman first class O2 and the accordion player further and further out on the plank. Soon there is only one more bored inch between them and the empty space that will send them plummeting to the unknown depths of bottomless lake. Oh, no, 
for heavy rolls. Suddenly, just as Oak Two and the accordion player teeter on the edge of the plank, from the depths of Bottomless Lake, an amazing, unbelievable thing happens. A conning tower knifes out of the water. Then a great, huge, Ohio-class nuclear submarine breaks the surface of the tiny lake. Streaming water from its ballast tanks, the mighty boomer, as they call these vessels in the silent service, soon fills the entire lake. Now, I, I know what you're thinking, faithful listeners. How could this happen? How could it happen, Texas Vicks? An Ohio-class nuclear submarine surfacing in a tiny lake in the middle of nowhere? Well, actually, the answer is quite simple. The sleek and powerful sub followed a course of inland waterways until it reached Marie's Landing on the Platte River. Here it submerged and through an underground cave entered the High Plains Aquifer. What is that, Texas Vicks? Well, an aquifer, for those not in the know, is a porous medium filled by water which is trapped there by a bedrock bottom. The High Plains Aquifer runs under most of America's central western states. No, no, it's not an easy job to navigate the perilous, narrow, watery trails through this giant subterranean sponge, but obviously it can be done. How else could this submarine be here? As the giant sub settles on the water's surface, a spotlight high on the conning tower comes on and focuses on the main hatch. Slowly it opens, and from it emerges a tall, strong, star-spangled figure. Look, sir, it's a boomer. <laughs> I know, too. I can see a submarine. I no, know. sir, I mean the star-spangled figure. It's Boomer Esiason. I think he plays for the Jets now. <laughs> Ahoy, troops of Fort Wiley. Your USO is proud to present, for your entertainment, right here on the deck of this submarine, the unbelievable, incredible, spectacle, spectacle, that is, of... Suzanne Summers Thighmaster Review. Wow! wow. Starring Suzanne Summers, Adrian Barbeau, and the Dallas oh. Cowboy Cheerleaders. Oh, two. Oh, two, your sentence is commuted, and so is the accordion players. Now, both of you get back here so Ensign Viper and I can get out there where we can see better. Fly, aye, sir. <laughs> I knew sooner or later you'd come to your senses, sir. Come on, man, get out of the out way. Out of the way, get out of the way. Okay, easy does it. Good on Yes, yes, it's a much better view yeah, out here. Man. Yeah. Well, attention, there's been a small change in the program. Suzanne Summers, Adrian Barbeau, and the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders refuse to work on public radio. They feel this medium will not show the proper respect for their artistry. No two, you and the accordion player get back out here. <laughs> I, on the other hand, believe I have the perfect act for public radio. Hold it, man, I see what he's gonna do. Hold Good on. idea, Viper. Maestro? Thank you. Now I begin with a little tap dancing. Then, still dancing, I juggle not only one, but two, then three, four, five, six, seven, nine footballs. Wow. Each of these footballs is packed with five pounds of pyrotechnics. He's right, this is perfect for public radio. Quiet, O2. Next, one by one, I'm going to drop these explosive-filled footballs and punt them way up into the air. When they reach the height of 200 feet, they will explode in a beautiful display of fireworks. While I'll explain modern French philosophers, all right here, and here it goes. Gentlemen, I, I kid you not, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. It's crazy, man, it's crazy. Well, it's no thigh master review, but it's impressive. It sure is, okay. According to the existential cowboy book, please do not squat while your spurs are on. <laughs> and also, to get a handle on modern French philosophers, just assume that everything non-physical is real, while everything of substance 
is unreal. In other words, sadness is real, escargot is not. Thank you, and so long. Gentlemen, I, I kid you not. That was the greatest show I've ever seen. It was crazy, man. Well, crazy. there was no Thighmaster review, but man, I wish I had a video of that. It was impressive, all right. Well, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm ready for some strawberries. Anybody want some strawberries? Uh-oh. And uh, what do you mean by that uh-oh, Mr. O'Toole? Well, let me see. What do I mean? Uh, Why did the accordion player do that? Why did the accordion player do that? That's what I'd like to know. Is there any strawberries? That's what I'd like to know. And will the King of Spain really call High Sheriff Drywall back? Sir? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions when Oprah's on, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode 11 of The Lost Suburb of Gold, entitled The Atomic Dud. It's a 50-megaton blast of radioactive melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now, here again, are Riders in the Sky, Joy the Cowpoker King, and Boomer Esiason. Thank you, Texas Dick. Thank you, Boomer. Great, Boomer. Time for our classic of the West, fellas. We have a special old, old cowboy song over 100 years old. We want to send it out to Cecily, Eli, Jacob, and Anna Perry of Roberts, Wisconsin, who listen to Riders Radio Theater over Wisconsin Public Radio. This is the cowboy's dream. Last night as I lay on the prairie And I gazed at the stars in the sky I wondered if ever a cowboy Would drift to that sweet by and by Oh, oh. 
This is the VXU Radio Network.